0: Everybody's got an opinion,
1: every Californian and Virginian. It's so hard to tell who to trust and who to ignore. Someone's got to settle. Hello. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome to Review That Review, the podcast dedicated to reviewing
0: reviews. We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews.
1: That lovely voice is Chelsea Dawn.
0: And that lovely voice is Trey Gerald.
1: And together, our lovely voices form
0: the review queens.
1: And that lovely voice is Eva Kamensky, our voiceover artist.
0: Oh my god, so many lovely voices. Natalie at the top, we got some lovely voices.
1: How's your crown today, my queen?
0: My crown is great. I don't know if you've noticed, if you don't have Patreon, you're not going to see, but like, she has a full blowout and makeup, and I'm really feeling myself in the moment. She's fresh and so clean, clean. I didn't have Pilates right before, so I had a chance to shower and get ready, but mostly I did this because... I'm taking over the Instagram today for my high school pen charter for their alumni Instagram page, which is super exciting. Cool. And it's already, already been quite a day. So fun.
1: That is so fun. Are you so you're just documenting like a day in the life?
0: A day in the life of Chelsea in LA, being an actor, doing the thing, all of the crazy that comes in a singular day when you're a very multi-hyphenate individual like we are Oh yes you know right they've been doing a good job of connecting the alumni they created a new alumni network so we can kind of see who's where and what opportunities are where it's really nice actually because of covid it's like one of the good things that you know come out of covid i think a lot of us realize that we don't need to be in the same place to interact so over quarantine pen charter did a bunch of remote meeting for worships do you know what that is try
1: is that like a christian thing
0: It's a Quaker thing because Penn Charter is a Quaker school. Go Quakers. It was founded by William Penn in 1689 and it's the oldest charter school in the nation. Isn't that amazing? William Penn. What a guy. But meeting for worship is a Quaker practice where you sit in silence for about, I think it's like 40 minutes or something like that. And if you are quaked to speak, you're able to stand up and say something and then sit down and everyone just sort of reflects on what is said and the idea behind quakerism is there's the light of god in all of us like not to get weird and religious but there's there's no pastor there's no rabbi there's no person that's necessarily leading meeting for worship it's a community gathering and together we create this
1: space i love that
0: i'm so thrilled i'm honestly honored that they picked me to take over the page And I'm having a great time. So how was your week?
1: I love that idea, especially for blossoming minds, like for instilling that sort of um, awareness and stillness and appreciation for others' contributions. That's amazing.
0: Isn't it? Where did you go to high school, Trey?
1: Well, I went to a normal public high school for two years. And then my last two years, I went to a boarding high school. Oh, wow. In South Carolina. Yeah.
0: For, was it for theater?
1: It was for drama. For dra- I'm sorry, drama. I should know. It was pre-professional training.
0: So advanced. How old were you? Like 16?
1: Yeah, I was 15, audition-based, 15 students across the state of South Carolina. Wow,
0: were- that's amazing.
1: Five of us were cut, so only 10 of us graduated.
0: <gasps> oh my goodness. And we had to wear
1: all blacks. We couldn't have any jewelry. Girls could not have any makeup.
0: Stop. Like all the time every day?
1: For drama classes, yeah.
0: What was the like, what like what do you feel like the significance was in that?
1: <laughs> uh it actually also an interesting thing to subject yeah. uh, young people to. It's like one of those like wee 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 like very pretentious drama school ideas. It's like that thing about like if you are just complete if you show up completely neutral then the character can show up you don't show up
0: oh that's so it's like strip it all away so that you become this vessel for the character oh that's interesting i can understand that as a fellow actor
1: yeah i'm sure it's like you know a meryl streep thing
0: Oh, I'm sure Meryl does that.
1: But I think that's very common for these like original conservatory programs for classical acting, like not like television.
0: I definitely have an image of my head of these very serious thespians dressed in all black doing Shakespeare, like just just the full blacks in the skull reciting a Hamlet monologue. So I can see that. I just I guess it's the no makeup thing that I'm like, wow, that's interesting
1: as a rule. well, you can't hide behind it.
0: Right. Oh, good point. Wow. That's why. So much profound things that happened in our high school is that as adults, you really look back on it and you're like, that's pretty amazing. I love that. And with all that love in mind.
1: Wait, I was going to say. No. I attended a virtual reading of my co-host Chelsea Dawn's pilot that she and her writing partner, Amy Kirsten, have co-written together. And it was a very moving, hilarious, great time. I just wanted to acknowledge that.
0: Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you, Trey. I mean, I I think the listeners deserve to know that not only is she a podcaster, sometimes she writes things, too. You know, that's right. Why am I talking about myself in the third person? It's like a thing I'm doing today. Maybe it's because I'm feeling sassy because I have makeup on.
1: Oh, yeah, because you can't hide now. Or now you can hide.
0: Well, I guess I can hide. (laughs) Yeah, maybe that's why. like, I'm like, who is she that's coming out? Somebody (sighs) different. Anyway, guys, thanks for for bearing with us. So much love in our hearts for our high schools and that experience. And with that in mind, Trey, do you have a complaint you'd like to lodge? Lodge a complaint.
1: Okay, today I have to lodge a complaint against something that I'm suffering from at the moment. It's when you get a a kink in your neck, when you sleep wrong. Oh,
0: God.
1: Yes. It's so painful. I have taken two Tylenol extra strengths today. I like begged David to like come and rub on like because I really like getting massages, so it's like a thing. So like I, yeah. I I frequently ask him if he'll give me a massage, but like today I literally was like. This isn't like the cute, funny, like annoying thing. Like, will you please like feel how ginormous this thing is? And th- like, I realized this happens to me a lot, actually.
0: Is it the way you're sleeping? Like, are you sleeping in a weird way?
1: Like, I noticed something two days ago where I was like, I think I just hurt myself. Hmm. I don't know if I need to start sleeping standing up.
0: <laughs> of recent or like just of recent, this has been happening frequently. I think We always a- just get like a
1: yeah. thing in the neck. One time I got acupuncture for it and it really did work.
0: Yeah, yeah it's just so painful
1: because you like, you know, you you turn your head a lot during the day. So it just,
0: yeah, turns out turns out you need your head and your neck.
1: And it really just weighs on you all day. It's all just day. like, I got this elephant sitting on my neck and I don't want it.
0: Exactly. I totally hear Go you. Go join the
1: circus, Dumbo. Get out of here. You ain't welcome here. <laughs>
0: there are these. Anyway, that's my complaint. I completely hear you. There are these two guys on YouTube. I want to say their names are like Brad and Brad, the chiropractic team, but it's not that. They have two different names. I think one of them's Brad, but anyway, they're amazing. You should look them up. They have all these exercises you can do for your neck that can help fix it. Oh. They, they taught me one that I used once, which now makes sense now that I'm doing Pilates that this worked, but you take a towel. You put it around your neck. You pull the towel forward while maintaining decent posture. And it really just stretches that out and can make a difference. So you should try that after we get off here.
1: I just wrote down Brad and Brad, even (laughs) though I know that's not (laughs) really what they're called. Anyway, yeah. So that's my complaint. is just when you sleep wrong and then you suffer. Chelsea, what is your complaint for today?
0: Thanks for asking, Trey. My complaint today is about earbuds I guess specifically Bluetooth, but really across genre. I have a hard time finding ones that work for me. I don't know if it's the shape of my ear is irregular. I have a real problem with the Bluetooth ones because I just feel like they don't stay charged enough. I can never get them to stay charged enough. And I don't know if you have this problem, but sometimes I have a problem when I use the little like earbud things where one of them is on and the other one is off and I just like cannot Um. figure out how to get both of them to be on, and I've bought so many pairs, and I always have the same issue, or I accidentally touch it by accident, and Siri is activated. It just feels like a lot, and sometimes like I do sound healing. We all know this, but I do sound healing over Instagram sometimes, and you need headphones for that. And the agita and the stress that I experience, trying to assure that my head is not gonna move in a way that's gonna turn on Siri, and both of these are gonna stay amplified. Like I feel so locked in and so stressed by the idea Mm. of these headphones that it's really, it like gets in the way of at least the first 10 minutes of the sound healing until I can relax into it. And sometimes it does act up in the middle, and that's a Shonda, you know what I mean? So Mm. can we do better with the headphones? That's it. I hear you. So, I'm so glad we got to do that. Get those I don't know, complaints on the outside as I like to say, out of out of the crown area. Get it out.
1: They're out and they're lodged. They're in the ledger. <laughs>
0: they're in the ledger. Let it be known. All right. Yes.
1: You want to do it? Should we jump into some online reviews?
0: Please, can we jump into those online reviews? I would so love that. We are your trustee review queens. We each bring in a review from the internet that we feel needs to be inspected.
1: We read you the review, we break it down, and we rate the impact of the review on a scale from one to five crowns. It's a very regal process that we like to call... Assess that kvetch. Now... In honor of Chelsea's Instagram takeover, we are bringing you a themed episode, surprise! We are both going to honor our home towns, or our home states. Yes, ish. Ish. So I've picked material from (laughs) South Carolina, and Chelsea has picked material from Pennsylvania. And uh, I'm first today.
0: You are first. Take it away, RQ.
1: Review That Review. Okay, I had a very difficult time. Okay. Because I I was trying to figure out what is South Carolina famous for. Right. And the only things that sort of came to mind were not positive things. So then I was like, okay, what do I love about my home state? And so then I was thinking about like... I love Bojangles, which is like a fast food place. But then I couldn't find any really funny or entertaining reviews that I thought would be good for the podcast. So then I found this review. Okay. It is from Yelp. It is a one-star review from Robin D. And Robin is spelled R-O-B-Y-N.
0: Thank you for the clarification.
1: For a restaurant. That is native to South Carolina. I don't know if it exists anywhere outside of the state. There's many of them called Lizard's Thicket.
0: Lizard's Thicket? Thicket. What's a Thicket?
1: I thought this was going to (laughs) happen. I don't know. I always thought, and I think that I was maybe told by my mom, I believe that a Thicket is like the nesting place for lizards.
0: Oh, that makes sense. That would make sense.
1: But it does not make sense as why you would name a restaurant that.
0: It's a little bit of a strange name for a restaurant, but I'm guessing whoever first started this place was very into lizards. This is ridiculous. Of course, there's like multiple lizard thickets.
1: I guarantee you, if you ever meet anyone from the state of South Carolina, they will know what lizards thicket is. In the late 80s and 90s, their branding was like think cracker barrel, yes. but not so corporate. So like you you pick like one main, and then you pick like three fixins.
0: Got it. That sounds southern.
1: Yes. And like the waitresses had like roughly like oversized dresses that were like oh wow. Like think very like prairie. Whatever. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, it feels very like Little House in the Prairie. Very
1: home, home homemade cooking.
0: attire. Yeah, home cooking with the homemade dress. Very
1: specific branding. Okay. I don't think that they, I think that isn't like that anymore, okay. but whatever. Okay. So anyway, yes. this, is, this is Robin D's one-star Yelp review for the restaurant Lizard's Thicken. Can't wait. I went there to pick up a call in order of two quarts of chilled dressing Tuesday before Thanksgiving. My mother called it in that morning around 10 and told them I would be picking it up by 2 p.m. When I arrived at 2 p.m., the order wasn't ready. They actually had no clue as to what I was speaking of. I sat in the drive-thru for 20 minutes. Finally, the assistant manager hands me a bag with liquid dressing. (laughs) in which I looked at him and proceeded to say, what am I supposed to do with this? (laughs) I looked in the bag to see the lid wasn't on properly, Mm. and it was spilling out. I was beyond livid. For the last five years, my daddy has been ordering chilled dressing. Why is it now an issue? So after being pissed off that I have now held up the line for 20 minutes, I tell them to just meet me out front with the correct order. She did, bless her heart. (laughs) The manager should have met me out there instead of an employee that had no clue what was going on. So I wait and she brings it out. It is still incorrect. I was fuming. How hard is it to make two quarts of chilled dressing and an extra pint of gravy? Apparently, on this day, Impossible. I walk in, immediately ask for the manager. I look around first to make sure no other customers see me or hear the splew of unkind words (laughs) I have to say about the service or lack of service. So I say, I don't know who took my mom's call, but they screwed it all to hell. The order is not correct. The amount of food is not correct. And the pickup time is 2 p.m. The manager says, I took the order and you said pickup time of 5 p.m. Now, wait a minute. Did the manager just call me a liar? Or better yet, my 60-year-old mother? An hour left out of there in tears. Mm. This was only the second Thanksgiving we spent without my daddy, trying to continue his tradition that he loved. We won't be back. This lizard's thicket has declined rapidly in customer service. I place the blame on management. If you are comfortable with calling a customer a liar, then your employees will follow by example.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Oh my god it's a
0: karen is it a karen is robin a karen so i so many like emotions (laughs) happening during this review with uh robin first of all i just want to confirm because i wrote this down as soon as you started talking and then i was like i thought that this is where we were going with it but i want to verify that i'm correct dressing is another word for stuffing is that correct
1: that is correct yeah
0: so, like on Thanksgiving, it's like, if I say I want a side of dressing, what I'm saying is I want a side of stuffing, right?
1: Yeah. Southerners often will call the accoutrement with turkey on a Thanksgiving. You call that stuffing or you call it dressing. That's sort of interchangeable. It's
0: interchangeable. Okay. All right. Well, that's like, I guess an important distinction. Yes. So Robin wanted stuffing, right? But Robin got salad dressing.
1: I, that's unclear robin d ordered two quarts of chilled dressing and then the assistant manager hands them a bag with liquid dressing
0: right okay okay when robin said that what, what i assumed was liquid dressing was like salad dressing but you're saying me too. yeah me too and uh, also with like the cat being off like i was envisioning sal- salad dressing spilling into the bag or whatever it is
1: my impression was the same as yours like Okay. They're using dressing and stuffing as the same terminology, and it was misinterpreted as salad dressing, I'm assuming. Right.
0: So I think this is, I mean, now that I know this, the, the, the backstory here, and, and now that I know that Lizard's Thicket is a very popular place in the area... And I kind of got this feeling throughout. I feel like Robin's having a very emotional response to what's happening here.
1: Yes, because of personal reasons.
0: Yes. And I felt that before she even mentioned her dad. And then after she mentioned her dad, I really understood what was going on. So we've talked about this before, where the one thing that makes a restaurant, in my opinion, really, really great is when every single time you order that item, it is exactly the same. And you can rely on it in that way. And this is a chain. And at chain restaurants, like if you get a chicken Caesar salad, just because I'm an aficionado at Applebee's in Cherry Hill, or if you get get it in Applebee's here in LA, it's like the same, right? Like I know what it is that I'm getting. So I really feel like beyond, because she left in tears, you know, So so beyond what was happening, which I think was undeniably wrong, and they obviously did the wrong thing. Robin's having a very emotional response here to having things be a certain way when her father was alive. I feel I felt I was empathizing with her experience.
1: I agree. I like the review because it's through and through a southern person.
0: Yes. Oh, my God.
1: So many hilarious <laughs> calling your father daddy.
0: Oh, God. I thought it was a little bit of a, like, exaggeration that Southern people are were always like, bless your heart, and like, damn it to hell, or like, all yeah. to hell. <laughs> I thought that that was, like, hyperbole, but that's obviously real. Is that real?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Like, all the time. Like, everybody. Yeah.
1: The sprinkling of Robin's vernacular is so delicious. <laughs> yes. But it's interesting to me because I think if I ever was picking up like a pre-placed order, I-, I wouldn't think to go through the drive-thru to pick that up. I would think I need to walk in and get it.
0: But I don't know. Like I, I clocked that for a second, but then I was like, maybe that's what they do at the Lizard's Thicket. I don't know.
1: Maybe. Not every Lizard's Thicket has a drive-thru.
0: So what did the manager say to her? Like, I'm the one that took the call and and she said that they said five and not two. That's a big difference. What do you think about that? Even if, let's say, she did say five, what do you think about a manager clapping back in that way and not just sort of taking the high road, like the customer is always right?
1: Well, both sides here, like someone made the mistake here, and Correct. the daughter is just picking up the order. Yes. So it's, in- but then it's also interesting that Robin was so offended, right? But I think that's part of the emotional emotion going on, for sure. It's also the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, and. Emotions always get heightened around the holidays.
0: Absolutely. Like, I don't, I don't know that, I just don't think that the manager should have reacted that way. I think the manager should have just taken the high road and, you know, asked her what she needed and just gotten her order fulfilled as soon as possible. But I also don't know if this is a common experience or if this is sort of a one-off Robin thing.
1: Well, that I think is what is interesting about the review itself is that Lizard's Thicket to me, like in my experience, having gone there growing up a a lot. Yeah. I mean, I guess it kind of like makes sense. Like if I didn't want to be preparing all of the fixins for Thanksgiving, maybe I could do like a pre-order from there. Right. that's a smart business move. But I don't associate going through the drive through. I don't associate it with fast food because it is an experience. You go in and it's like a whole thing and So
0: it's not it's not like a McDonald's or like a Whataburger in Texas. No, 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 no. Okay. No.
1: I mean you would go there on lunch, perhaps. It is more fast food than it is like a steakhouse.
0: Sure. But you but- said like there's the waitresses with the dresses and the So it's a sit-down.
1: It is sit-down, but I think that that changed now, actually. I don't know if they hire waitresses. I think you might order at the register now. Okay. So now I'm really confused because it is sort of a hybrid of a restaurant in itself. But to your question, it it feels like a very unique sort of experience. There's it's like a a thanksgiving thing it's a pre-ordered thing it wasn't ready on time there was miscommunication about the actual time and then there's like so much uh, upset emotion and
0: yeah and then it's also a little bit of telephone because she didn't call directly like the mom called and not that i'm blaming her mom i'm sure her mom got it right but you weren't the one that made the call directly it adds an element of like well did the mom hear it incorrectly and then pass it on incorrectly i don't know
1: Robin says they were holding up the drive-thru for 20 minutes. Right. Then they were out of there with, like, it took an hour. Robin was crying. Right. So, like, does it take 40 minutes to prepare two quarts of dressing?
0: I mean, in my mind, I'm just imagining if it is Thanksgiving, like, maybe they're just really busy. And if she got the time wrong, then it might be mobbed. And then they're also trying to deal with her, right?
1: But it is also interesting to me. Like, I understand that you just wasted 20 minutes, but it's like, I think that even if I was so angry, Mm -hmm. personally me, I would have been like, oh, okay, well, my mom said it was two. I guess you got five. So, like, do you want me to just come back in three hours? Like, I think I would have been like, this is so obnoxious.
0: And that's where I feel like the emotions are coming in, because it's like, I went, I had this mission, I was emotional about it, and I needed it to go a certain way, and it did not go that way. So, I, like, sort of went off the rails a little bit. I think one of my favorite parts of the review was when Robin talked about when she was talking to the manager, how she looked around to make sure no one could hear her before she complained
1: yeah very southern
0: what a classy move you know i think robin really wanted us to know that she wasn't making a scene
1: we'll see but that sort of when i first read it yeah it reminded me of the Ross Trust for Less, where you pointed out how that reviewer took the time to say, "I daintily, slowly yeah. dropped with a pin drop of delicacy on the counter." So I, it did make me think, like, "Oh, like, why are you pointing out that you were right. being like that? Because were you really?" Yeah. Yeah, I think ultimately, like, what I'm sort of left with the, with this review is so much personal detail and information yes. about Robin's uh, family sadness, which is totally valid but i think that if there was a miscommunication there's we're 3 hours off here yeah. so i think the management should be like i'm so sorry let I me agree. try to like prepare this quicker for you yes but but then I also think you could also be like, or just like throw in some brownies and I'll be back in three hours.
0: Exactly. Without a doubt, management mismanaged this situation. Like no matter what, even even if Robin was emotional about the situation, I still feel like it was mismanaged.
1: Do you think that the mom was like, oh, shoot, baby doll. I'm so sorry. I, it was five. I, wrote, I read it upside down, honey. Sorry, Robbie.
0: I would hope that if that were the case, then Robin wouldn't have gone to Yelp. (laughs) Do we think it's a jump to say that the manager called her a liar?
1: I thought it was. Yeah. I I felt like it was taking it so personally. Right. But to Robin's credit, Robin really spells out multiple times how angry they were by this point.
0: Yes. And that's why I'm saying I felt the emotions. Like, I will say... As a storyteller, I could feel her emotions growing as this was going on and how it was like I started yeah. being a little agitated. And then by the end, I'm leaving in tears. I've a boy. Also, the spelling seemed very good until that end sentence. Is that true?
1: Yeah, it's one long paragraph. There's no like breaks or anything.
0: Okay. Not offensive, but also not, not like, you know, putting it on the
1: fridge. No, I don't think I. W- no, I would. It would remind me of my daddy.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Okay.
1: So, like, we've sort of spoken how this is sort of not the common dining experience of Lizard's Thicket. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm curious, since this is all new to you and yeah. probably the majority of listeners, would this be a-, a deal breaker for you for going to a Lizard's Thicket?
0: I'd say absolutely not. Um, uh, I think like if I'm going to cross something off the bucket list, if I happen to be in the area, I'm going on the name alone. I just got to experience it. I might not go back, but I think I would try it. And the thing is, and I, I think it's important for us to note this, at no point did Robin say that the food was bad. In fact, she was so upset that she couldn't get the food that they had that she left in tears. So by that analysis alone, I'm imagining the food must be pretty good if it caused her that much agita. Correct. Right? So I, I would definitely go. Are we ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do it.
1: All right. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of one to five crown cards. And in an effort to be fair and not influenced by one another, we will simultaneously reveal our rating cards.
0: The queens are tabulating. Very torn between two things. Really? I'm right. to school. Oh, wow. That wow. was really interesting. So Trey's holding up one crown. I'm holding up two and a half crowns. That's funny because I was actually, I was between like two and a half and three because I felt like my assessment of of a review is definitely the emotional attachment that I feel to the person and if I feel that their experience was true. And I definitely connected with Robin's flight And that's really where she got the two and a half for me. I also think that the manager could have done a better job of handling this situation. And if I were to place an order with them for any kind of catering thing, I think I would like double, triple check that everything was going to be ready. So Mm -hmm. for that, I did gain some information, but I don't think it's a common experience. I don't think it would stop me from going there. And I do think the emotions clouded the experience for Robin a little bit here. So that's where she, she lost the other two and a half. But I'm actually... I'm actually kind of surprised that you went with one. So let us know. Why did you go with one crown (laughs) tray?
1: I just went with one because ultimately, it seems like Robin arrived early. Yes. That could be a miscommunication. Sure. I also found it interesting to pick up a placed order through the drive-thru. I mean, tomato, tomato, we each do our own thing. But ultimately, I think that Robin was so angry and sort of took the miscommunication as the opportunity to be called a liar and that their 60 year old mother was a liar who is now a widow and so therefore <laughs> but we know
0: like, all that now <laughs> right
1: so to me i said i said one crown because i don't really think it has much of an impact on lizard's thicket yeah and it's, i'm sending all the love. lots of love yeah to robin's family
0: but your bang buck ratio on this review was was low and i hear you pretty loud. Yeah. i'm i'm a softie for somebody in an emotional situation what can i say
1: and in the words of robin bless your heart
0: ah robin d thanks for joining us today
1: <laughs> all right so let's take a break and then when we come back we'll get into chelsea's philly reveal
0: philadelphia review i
1: don't know what they sound like you better pay attention you guys. guys better
0: pay attention because something good's coming
1: Ooh, on that tease brb i hope it's good i don't know
0: Hold your crown.
1: We'll be right back. It's game time. Woo. Chelsea, get ready to throw that leg over and strap on in as we go on a quick spin on the girl. Oh my
0: God, I thought you'd never ask. I don't feel like an icon. Most of the days I feel like I can't. That's with an A. You always can, Meryl. Don't worry. Here's the deal. Trey and I have each picked a rotten, scathing, pithy one-star zinger, and with 30 seconds on the clock, we'll take turns trying to recite the zinger in as many genres as possible.
1: Just like Queen Meryl Streep does it all.
0: Before the clock runs out. And I am first. So I was originally looking for reviews of the Liberty Bell, but I couldn't find any that were quite pithy enough. Yeah. And so instead... I decided to go with the Liberty Bell Diner, which is not the same, but, you know, within the theme. So this is for Liberty Bell Diner in Philadelphia, and it's from Rich K. And Rich K. says, waitress sucked today. (laughs) Dot, 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 dot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right great and today you're going to be yes. strapping into rocky <gasps>
0: oh my god how perfect i don't know that's philly South right? Carolina. yeah the the art museum steps he ran out right. yeah Bubba. good job okay wow okay adrian, <sighs> adrian hey adrian no i've never um, seen
1: it i saw the musical on broadway
0: oh i didn't i feel like i vaguely knew that was a thing anyway let's do it
1: okay Three, two, one! Film noir. Go. Waitress suck today. <gasps> Slapstick!
0: Waitress suck today! <laughs> Game show. Waitress suck today!
1: WWE. Waitress suck today! Yankee!
0: The waitress sucked today! Horror! Waitress suck
1: Disney. Light
0: your today. Huh? That's cool.
1: seven. Woo! Great. That first one, I forgot how short it was, and then I was just looking at you. Like, You're like, oh, she's so funny. Fine. Thank you. <laughs> good job, Thanks. seven.
0: I feel good about my seven. Yay! Lucky number seven. All right, let's see how my Rocky matches up to your. I mean, it's got to be a lizard, right? Is that bad? I just feel like it's on <laughs> brand.
1: <laughs> sure. All right.
0: Strap into your lizard tray. And what is your okay. zinger? What is your zinger from today?
1: So today, I have a one-star zinger from Amazon.com for make your own boiled peanuts kit.
0: Okay.
1: Have you ever heard of a boiled peanut?
0: I have not. Is that a are song? you serious? Is that bad? I mean, I know. Well, the- I know like the roasted nuts in New York on the street. Different.
1: No, I don't know. No, no, no. Okay. no, no, no. <laughs> boiled peanuts are like uh, they're actually called the caviar of the South. Oh, really? But I didn't even realize. Yeah, I didn't realize this was the whole thing until preparing for this episode. But yes, there'd be just little like uh, food carts on the side of highways, and they'd be people boiling peanuts. It's like the best place to get a boiled peanut is like a gas station. And how which... does
0: like how does a boiled peanut taste? How does it differ from your ordinary peanut?
1: They're like um, soggier, I guess. Like you, I, seems like they're it. just soft. Kay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's the weirdest thing when you break it down. Anyway, so this is... But you like it? I haven't had them since I was a kid, but it was definitely like a thing. Like, I forgot that it existed until today.
0: I'm so glad you revisited that memory.
1: Me too. Boiled peanut. Uh-huh. All right. So this is a make your own boiled peanut kit, Kay. which is hilarious in itself because yeah. you just put the peanut in water. And boil I know. It water. <laughs> so this is um from Wendy E, but Wendy spells her name w y n d e and the subject is never again okay and the review is never again
0: (laughs) never again never again never again all right are you ready are you strapped into your lizard let's do this tray three two one superhero
1: never again
0: melodrama Oh, never again! <laughs> Rom-com.
1: Oh, never again.
0: Opera diva. Never again. Breaking news.
1: Never again.
0: Magic show.
1: Never again.
0: Three, Lifetime.
1: Two, never again.
0: That's all guess i'll give that to you i feel like you're on a winning streak trey and i can't break it let's see what you got how many was that i think that was a lot i mean granted i didn't pause for an hour but one, two, three. Oh, it's a tie two seven 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 how lucky are we wow i Were love ever tied that. before yeah i think we've tied. that was super fun love that journey yay for us. yay
1: Review that review. Oh, all right. We're right. back from that game break, and it is now your turn, Chelsea BD. Where is you. your review from this week?
0: Okay. So my review this week is from the Franklin Institute. It was one of my favorite places to go as a kid. It's like a, a I guess, like futuristic museum, planetarium, like science, the science museum, essentially. My memories of going here as a kid were walking through this giant, I guess, heart replica you would walk through. I remember that. And also they have these amazing laser shows. Where they would like play Aerosmith or something and then do these lasers while like, I don't want to miss a thing. That- that's Aerosmith, right? Anyway. Mm-hmm. So that would be happening and it was so fun. And I just really loved this place as a kid. It was the first time I ever had astronaut food. Have you ever had like an astronaut ice cream sandwich? Yeah. yeah.
1: I have. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I-, I have like a bit of an emotional attachment to this. I'm going to, I'm just going to say that with my one star here. And this one star review of the Franklin Institute is from Healthy Gypsy T. Okay. And Healthy Gypsy T has written a one dot review from <laughs> TripAdvisor of the Franklin Institute. The subject is not really fun for anyone over 11 years old. While visiting Philadelphia with my two teenage sons, we couldn't decide how to spend our day because of all the great choices of stuff to do. After reading dozens of reviews on TripAdvisor, we decided on the Franklin Institute. It's not very often I completely disagree with the reviews here, but I am shocked by how many good reviews there are. I was torn between giving this place a one star or two Because it's probably worth two stars if you have young children under 12, are prepared to spend a fair amount of money, and have never been to a great kid's science museum like the Exploratorium in San Francisco. But if any of those things don't apply to you, I would give this place a miss. The idea of this place is good, but it seemed to fall short at every exhibit. We visited on a Saturday in June, and it wasn't really that crowded. We were two adults, two teens, and one senior. When we arrived, we decided to buy entrance to just the Institute itself and the 3D movie on penguins for an extra $4 each. Because it seemed like there was a lot to do just at the main Institute without adding a special exhibition for double the price. We began on the third floor at the sports challenge. My boys were excited to try surfing. The exhibit turned out to be ridiculously boring, certainly for older kids, but even the younger ones were not enjoying the very small, slow, and awkward moving surfboard that lasted a few seconds. So disappointing. There was also a chance to kick a soccer ball and throw a broken baseball. The exhibits are old, tired, and boring. My kids then wanted to try the Sky Bicycle, which sounded like fun, but when we got to it, we found out that there was an extra charge to go on it. This was the case that we found on every section of the Institute, that whenever there was something slightly interesting to try, there was always an extra fee the Sky Bicycle, Flight Simulator, Adventure Flight, etc. all cost an extra $5 each to participate in. We were wondering what was actually covered in the admission fee. We had an awful, but typical for this type of place, lunch at the Franklin Food Works. The only vegetarian option was a tired piece of cheese pizza, nothing to eat for vegans or those trying to eat a healthy meal. After our sad lunch, we hurried to level two for our 3D movie to find the theater completely empty except for the five of us. And once the movie began, I realized why. It was the old Discovery Channel show on penguins narrated by David Attenborough. What a waste of time. When we got out of the movie, we went up to the planetarium to see the show, only to find out that at 3.45, when we arrived, there were no more shows for the day. The Institute closed at 5. So disappointing. Then we went up to the observation deck on the fourth floor, only to find out it was already closed for the day. Why? And this is why I'm giving this place a single star review. There was no schedule of any kind given out when we arrived to let us know when the planetarium shows played or ended for the day. And the observation deck is not even listed on the map. We just happen to see it on the elevator buttons. (laughs) What terrible visitor service. And we weren't sure why they closed at 5 when it seemed everything worth seeing closed by 4.15. There was a potentially cute exhibit in the train factory on the first floor. It was a little mystery with clues where you try to find out who was responsible for a train wreck. The idea was really cute, but was so confusing and executed so poorly, most kids passed it by. And adults were trying hard to figure it out and wondering why there wasn't any kind of intro to it leading into the exhibit. Disappointing! Again! I felt so bad dragging my kids here for the day that I paid $10 for them to go for a spin in the flight simulator and they both enjoyed it. If I had endless funds, I would have let them go on a few times. I really wanted to like this place. It just fell short at every turn.
1: Wow. Yeah. Healthy gypsy tea. Interesting. Well, now I understand.
0: Yes, we understand the healthy. healthy. Yeah.
1: Okay. The first thing that occurred to me here in the title. Yes. Only good for people under 11. Yes. And then, like, the first sentence is like, I was taking my teenagers. Doesn't everyone in the world know that teenagers are impossible? And why would you ever assume that a good activity for teenagers is any sort of museum? I don't know. Maybe I'm biased, but like, don't take teenagers to like a science museum. I just totally already know that's going to be a nightmare. They're not going to be interested in a kids' museum. They're teenagers.
0: Yeah. Admittedly, I was a kid when I went.
1: Well, yeah, we had a place called Discovery Zone and we, yeah. I would go there and it was all of these same things you're talking about. But that's not cool when you're like 14 and you like girls and you're on Tank tank.
0: Yeah, and all that. I mean, I was, I was wondering because remember at one point in the beginning, she was saying how she paid regular admission and then the other admission was double the cost. I wondered if you paid for the other admission, do you think all this stuff was included in that? Is it a la carte if you just do this general admission? And then, you know, which which in a way, I can see why they would do it that way. They said they had a a senior with them. I don't know that the senior Mm -hmm. is going to do the flight simulator, and it doesn't sound like the mom's (laughs) going to do it either. So why pay double the price per ticket when you can just pay a la carte for just the teenage boys? So I wondered if this sort of nickel and diming that they were doing was because they were wearing the yellow wristbands and the people that were wearing the purple wristbands got to just do carte blanche. I don't know.
1: Yeah. The whole ticketing situation is a question for me. Yeah. I pulled up the website. Okay. Okay. And it does only list general admission tickets, which include museum admission. Right. And then the Fells Planetarium. So, even looking at this, like it doesn't say that there are going to be individually priced experiences. Right. There is some um, value here to me that um, I need to really check in about that.
0: Yeah. And I guess you wouldn't really know that if there was no documentation, you wouldn't know that until you're past the ticketing process, I guess.
1: It would definitely be disappointing to me that every single cool thing was like an additional charge. Like then you really would have the experience of being nickel and dimed. Right. You know, I wonder if they bought the tickets online and didn't speak to a person Maybe. who would explain that. or That's
0: true. They didn't really blame a ticketing person or mention them. It sounds like they were almost blaming themselves for trusting the other reviewers and going in a little bit blind.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What's the spelling and grammar like?
0: Excellent. We did abuse the all caps a little, but not like crazy. It looks excellent, though. Really, really nicely done. Healthy Gypsy Tea on the on the grammar for sure. Do we think this is a normal experience? And do we think that um, Healthy Gypsy Tea was right to kind of throw shade at the other reviewers that had positive experiences <laughs> here? Because I feel like that's what she did.
1: It also uh, made me curious. How is a baseball broken?
0: I was thinking about that too. The
1: thread breaks. The thread. Or something?
0: I don't know. Like there must be some sort of science, physics thing with that. I assume.
1: Yeah, that was perplexing to me.
0: Oh, the food expectations. Let's let's touch on that.
1: I did think it was maybe one of the most valuable aspects of this review was mentioning that there is not a vegan friendly food. Yeah, but
0: I wonder how many vegans are going to the Franklin Institute. Interesting statistic
1: (laughs) but i i do think it is like this is for children yeah and i do think that children cafeteria situations are always not gourmet food yeah which healthy gypsy tea points out
0: and they also like want to turn it around so i feel like it's always the type of food that you can just like throw under those heaters or whatever you know
1: yeah it's like chicken fingers chicken fingers
0: and french fries honey mustard yeah and pizza you know
1: do you think that this like has any impact on you? Like would this be a deal breaker for you?
0: I think it's a very contingent review, right? I think there's like a lot of boxes that need to be ticked for this to be your experience, but where I do feel like taking note and thank you Healthy Gypsy Tea for letting me know. I am curious about the a la carte thing and are they going to be trying to upcharge me at every turn to try to get me to to just, you know, separate me from my money? Is that what I'm getting? into. But other than that, I think like you like we've both been saying, it sounds like this was just the wrong audience. And I don't think that most most people looking to come here with children would be like, nah, not going to come because of this.
1: And then something that also stuck out to me in this review is the conversation about parts closing prior to the actual closing of the building. And that is something that does pop up very frequently in reviews. That was in the
0: that was in the Ross review at the dressing rooms.
1: Oh my gosh, right. That's right. Yeah. But it is that is perplexing to me. I I recognize that like like you're gonna make sure that the last showing ends prior to the building ending or closing. So like, but 345 and they close at five, maybe that sort of makes sense. Like, you know, but that is frustrating.
0: Well, I was thinking though, I, w- I wondered the same thing. Cause I was like, yes, that's annoying. And you should have known that going in or they should have told you. But if you figure it's like an hour program and they close right. at five, I think a 345 show probably starts closer to four. And then if it's an hour long, I think it does stand to reason that you'd have to... Like, if a movie theater closes at midnight, they're not going to start a movie after 10. Correct. You know?
1: It makes me think of, like, zoos when they have, like, live events. It always says, like, the last showing is this... Like, it's very communicated.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: It really feels to me that Healthy Gypsy Tea did a lot of review research, but did not do a lot of research on the actual museum itself. Because I wonder... If there was any literature that gives you a ballpark of what the approximate age is for visitors. Sure. And also like not really knowing about the mystery train thing. And it just seemed they went in sort of blind, besides reading a bunch of reviews where people were happy. But you know, reviews are so subjective that it's I sort of well, like we know. We totally know.
0: Um, Let's see. Anything else that we need to consider for healthy gypsy tea?
1: I don't think so. I think I can crown this. All
0: right. Let's crown her. The queens are tabulating. You ready? Total school. Oh, interesting. We reversed on this one. So I'm holding up two crowns. Trey is holding up three and a half crowns. Trey, tell us why you're holding up three and a half for healthy gypsy tea.
1: Based on Healthy Gypsy Tea's review, I think there is a large impact. I, I imagine that this is maybe not the most common experience, which Healthy Gypsy Tea points out themselves. But what the impact of the review for me as a reader is, I'm not going to bring teenagers here. Yes. I, I need to get clarity on what the cost to participate is I think it's valuable to know like plan accordingly because things will have final showings or final participation before the end of the business day and also plan like food appropriately. So for that reason, I, There is an impact for me, even though I don't know that I would have been in these shoes to begin with. I would never think to bring teenagers to a science museum. But I do think that it's more than middle of the road. That's why I did three and a half because the impact is not a deal breaker. I would go, but I would be armed with wanting more information. Why did you do two crowns?
0: I just two crowns because I just felt like in order to have the same experience as healthy gypsy tea, I would need to be vegan with teenagers. Mm. I think if I weren't those things, I probably would have a very different experience. Also, obviously, there's like a little bit of attachment for me for the Franklin Institute because I love it and I know how much I loved it when I was a kid and I have admittedly not been there in a while, but I do think it's likely still fun for these kids and for me, while I appreciated healthy gypsy tea, sharing her experience, sharing the knowledge about the a la carte situation, mm-hmm. telling me about the surf experience and different experiences, I feel like I act I did get to know what some of the programming was gonna be. So there was information there. So that's mostly where my two crowns came from. Is there was information there? I, I learned a thing or two, but I don't know that this would be something that would impact the regular attendee of the franklin institute so that's that
1: i agree great job
0: thanks trey
1: franklin franklin do you know who it's named after benjamin
0: franklin
1: never heard of him
0: trey lightning okay well sure
1: you know that my dad used to own ben franklin crafts
0: no i did not know that how random is that
1: do you know what that is
0: no What is it?
1: It was bought out by Michaels. Have you ever heard of Michaels?
0: I mean, have I heard of Michaels? I spent an entire summer there once. I mean, not... Really? Not working there. My friend Steph was very into scrapbooking. We would go like every day.
1: Right. So Ben Franklin Crafts. That was... Wow.
0: I love that. I'm learning new things about you all the time. So fun. All right. My Queen Che, we've reached the most regal portion of our show. Who are you inducting, Trey, for... My royal highness. Today, Yes.
1: I am formally inducting okay. DVR. Woo! I remember an era where you either recorded it on VHS or you missed it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I used to record... I Love Lucy when it was on the marathon of like summer block party. on. Yes, love it. Love it. But I feel like DVR has become so synonymous with television or cable, basically, that I sort of take it for granted. And I was watching Impeachment, the Ryan Murphy. Is it good? I, I only watched the first episode. I okay. yeah, was good. Okay, I'm um, excited to see it. But I watched it on demand. And so I couldn't fast forward or rewind. Ugh. And so I was stuck watching commercials, <laughs> which doesn't happen a lot. Not, yeah, so not often. It really was like, oh my gosh, I really am so grateful to DVRs. So this week, I am inducting DVRs and the ability to fast forward and rewind and watch at your own leisure.
0: I love that so much. I love when our Royal Highness goes to things that are like everyday things that we kind of don't take time to recognize, but yet our lives are improved by them. So thanks. I just,
1: I thought of another one. Okay. I'm going to write it down for next week. Oh, good. How about you, my queen? Who are you inducting for?
0: My Royal Highness. Well, I really wanted to stay on brand today. So I am inducting the William Penn Charter School. And I would like to specifically shout out two of my favorite teachers, Dr. Lynch, who was my AP bio teacher, and Fitz, who was the choir director, Both of these people had a lot to do with helping me become more confident in who I was in very different lanes. Dr. Lynch taught me an AP bio. I didn't even really honestly have the confidence at first to take the class, but then I talked to him and he really encouraged me to do it. And he was one of the first teachers I ever had that made me realize that I am smart enough to do this and I can step up to the plate and I don't need to sell myself short or make myself feel like I don't belong. I, you know, he, he really gave me a sense of belonging uh, in this academic class that I was sort of afraid to take. And and he just changed my life. And he's such an amazing guy. And I think about him all the time. Whenever I have that feeling of lack of competency within myself, I think, you know, what would Dr. Lynch say? And I think Dr. Lynch would say, you got this. So thank mm. you, Dr. Lynch. And Fitz, he just had the best heart. And I started Penn Charter as a sophomore, which is a little bit difficult. It's, it's a hard year to join a new school because everybody is sort of, you know, paired off at that point. Thank God I had some amazing, lovely friends that were very kind to me from the get, but we were all in choir together. And there was something about being with a leader that was just so giving and just, just like the epitome of love and joy and light. When you saw him, you just felt better. And it's not often that you find people like that, that have the ability to make you feel seen in such a specific kind of way. And I think Fitz is leaving Penn Charter, I want to say this year. And uh, I'm so sad for the community that they won't have him. But I'm so happy for him that he gets to move on to this next chapter of his life, whatever it may be. And thank you, Dr. Lynch. Thank you, Fitz. You really changed my life. And I think about you, pretty often. And it's, you know, long overdue that I I honor you with this induction. So thank you so much. You are my Royal Highness, Penn Charter, and specifically Fitz and Dr. Lynch.
1: I tell you, teachers, they change Uh, the world every day.
0: Yes, we can never. The point is, we can never say it enough. We can never thank the teachers enough. They really are the people that influence, you know, everybody and change and shape the people we are. So can't say it enough.
1: As Whitney once said, I believe that children are the future. Teach Teach
0: them them well, well and let them lead the way.
1: All right, my queen, we did it. That's another round on the RU and RQ Ferris wheel.
0: Thank you guys so much for joining us today. If you like what you heard, will you please tell a friend?
1: If you didn't like what you heard, will you please post about it and tell an (laughs) enemy? (laughs) <laughs> Don't be shy. Hit up our voice mailbox. one eight five zero review 0
0: Join our mailing list, which will help you stay up to date with all of the goings on in the queendom. And also just a little something because I felt like we got to reward these people that really stick by us and open these emails and click these links every week. And you'll know that I have a little bit of a problem with drinking water, right? We, it comes up a lot. So with that in mind, I'm going to give a a one-of-a-kind, review-that-review white water bottle to one person on our mailing list I'm gonna give it what do you think try a week two weeks after this episode airs to give everybody a chance to join the mailing list if you're not already on the list because you can have this beautiful water bottle insulated it's a real game changer having the water bottle around so go ahead and join our mailing list you can do it right through our website and we just can't wait to see you in the inbox.
1: Yay, I love that. Yeah. Feel free to join us on all the socials at The Review Queen. I'm at Trey Gerald.
0: And I'm at Chelsea BD and at Chelsea with a Y. You can also become a member of the Royal Court by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash review that review.
1: We also upload one of our reviews from each episode onto YouTube. So feel free to check that out and look at our gorgeous punums. Uh, and remember,
0: ignore the haters. You're a queen.
1: Gender non-specific queen. Bye. Bye.
0: Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don, with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Ida Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Lobo Bora and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. Oh, Trey, bless your heart.
1: Chelsea and I are so excited to share this exclusive Review Queen offer from SuperChewer.com that is worthy of five crowns, honey child. Now, from the makers of BarkBox, SuperChewer is a monthly subscription-based service for those dogs that need tougher and more durable toys. Every month, you and your pup will receive a box right to your front door that is loaded with two tough toys that are always fluff-free, two meaty chews, and two full-size bags of treats that are customizable for allergy and diet preferences. Plus, all Super Chewer treats are always made in the USA and Canada with globally sourced ingredients and never contain corn, wheat, or soy. Now close your eyes, unless you're driving, and imagine the joy your dog will have when that pesky mailman brings something that is just for them once a month. Super Chewer is offering listeners of Review That Review one extra month free, which is a $45 value, child, when you use our link, superchewer.com slash queen. Super Chewer comes with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if a toy isn't tough enough, they will replace it 100% free of charge. Now what dog doesn't want to take that challenge? Sign up right now at superchewer.com queen and give your good boy something that is good enough for them. Superchewer.com slash queen.